Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm out of kindling. Well, it's too bad you don't have this movie in physical <laughs> form. <laughs> I feel like it would be too wet to burn. <laughs> it would get melty and sticky and it would yeah. like ruin everything just like it did my night yeah yeah mm. it's the thing is is that i don't usually have a fireplace but the place where i'm staying has a fireplace oh that's and right you're at a movie star's house <laughs> and it's beautiful but it's uh, a lot of maintenance to get the atmosphere that i want you think of fireplaces as being very relaxing but uh-huh you got to do a lot to keep them alive. No, I stopped thinking of fireplaces as being relaxing a long time ago. Real fireplaces. I love well, gas fireplaces. I loved it when uh, in the last house when oh, we yeah. could just flip the switch. Oh, so nice. That's the thing. I like the real gas. I like the gas ones that look like real wood and stuff that come up through wood, you know, and that, that aren't uh-huh. just like a pathetic imitation. Yeah. Because this is, as much as I love this smell, I wish that you could get a gas fireplace that smelled like a real fire. 100% sure you can. I bet you're right. Yeah. You could probably just put, you know, soak wood chips for the grill and put them somewhere in the gas. I bet somebody has already invented this. I'm positive. If they haven't, dibs. Okay. (laughs) You do that. That sounds like an easy thing to do. (laughs) Well, you know me. I'm a pyrotechnic whiz. So. True. Truth. I can't even keep this fire. (laughs) It's been 15 (laughs) minutes. Like. You should call Jack. Have Jack come over and well, the problem is I don't have any kindling. The problem is I don't have kindling. The problem isn't that I'm too dumb. It's that I'm I I had like five pieces of newspaper and that's burned all literally burned through it. I don't know what to tell you. So hard. It's been a long time since I was on Survivor and had to make fire. (laughs) Oh wait, I was never on Survivor. Right, right, right. No, you're you're confusing yourself with six hundred other people. Oh. God, I do that so much. I know. Uh, oh my I should probably quit my job as a talk show host then. <laughs> You're also not a talk show host. Oh, no. <laughs> what, what do I do? No wonder I'm so Ooh, bored all the time. I? <laughs> 
Uh, oh my god! Guess well, we're gonna have you know, to actually talk about this stupid movie. I know. Well, can I get a theme song? best friends i'm Paige. i'm beth it's the beginning of season two it's the premiere this is the the very first episode of season two oh whole, whole two days after <laughs> the besties came out exactly we don't mm. know how to take a break well i mean i was it, i was excited i'm i am excited to get started again i wasn't I am excited too. about this movie i mean i i had a pretty <laughs> good idea what i was gonna think of it in advance. Yeah, but, it's really um, the checking it twice of the non-Christmas season. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just here to remind you that Hallmark exists and that there are going to be other movies. I just can't wait for f- fucking Love You, Ari, which is the stupidest name. Love but the Jane Austen ones look like they're going to be good. They do. So, I don't know. But anyway, what movie are we doing today? Today, we're doing Hole in None. <laughs> Ah, okay, so you did come up with a title. I for did this come one. up with a title. Today we're doing Love on the Right Course. And uh, I, I read this um, when we did our preview, and the site I was on, I thought maybe had just abbreviated it. Mm-hmm. But, but no, Hallmark is as enthusiastic about this movie as I am. The description is as follows. A professional golfer su- suffers a series of setbacks and returns home to Budapest to reevaluate her future in the sport. While there, a golf pro helps her rediscover herself and find love. Starring Ashley Nubra and Marcus Rosner. Again. Oh, yes. The the Tracy and Hepburn of Hallmark. Oh, I Dynamic duo. You know, they weren't so bad in this one. They, I, I couldn't even reconcile them with the people who were on Flipping Your Shit for Christmas or whatever that was. <laughs> it, that was what it was called. It was called Flipping yeah. Your Shit for Christmas. <laughs> That that they yeah, just, they were much better in this one. They were, I know, but flipping for Christmas just gave me such a bad taste in my mouth. I know, I know their flirtation, but I guess they they know each other better by now. They must have filmed this one second. I, I would imagine because they mm-hmm. had an easier chemistry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I'll but go with that. It's not to say that I liked it. Um, but mm-hmm. <laughs> so your title is Hole and None. Yeah, what's your title? Caddy issues. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And I did not know that caddies were so important. I know. Apparently well paid <laughs> and oh in God. such a tremendous position of power. Yeah. <laughs> so much prestige. I have a friend whose son is a pro golfer. I, I meant to ask her because I'm I'm sure there's some truth to that. I know that a caddy is not just, you know, you don't just ask your babysitter if they can caddy for you the next day. But it's not as silly as the smock might make you think. <laughs> Okay, that's that's that is a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, my other title for this was Dad's Death Wish Plus Golf. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Lot to be said. Lot to be said. First of all, even from the description, because this is the only one I read the description of before you read it for our little mini episode. Mm-hmm. But I was just like Budapest. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Yeah. What What is with the Budapest thing? You said you might have well, some insight. Yes. So Richie knower of all things, especially mm-hmm. in film, says that there are a lot of tax breaks for filming in Budapest. So... Oh, well, that doesn't surprise me, but why... Usually why they don't admit there they're in Budapest. Usually they're I know, pretending I think they're that, in... Wait, like, why not... Hey, idea. 
Scotland is pretty famous for golf. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's true. They have another Scottish movie next week. I know. Oh my God. Why weren't they, why uh-huh. they flip-flop it? It's so oh strange. Oh that's crazy. Oh, that's so stupid. I mean, we oh, haven't someone's seen- gonna, Don't. <laughs> yeah, I know. We haven't seen next week's yet, but if it's it's two First meddling time, mothers yeah. or grandmothers or something, and uh, if they're Scottish, they they absolutely yeah. could have been Hungarian, right? I mean- It, it better hella matter that they're in Scotland next week because this is yeah. crazy. Yeah, agreed. Totally. Well, totally, yes, totally but apparently, agreed. so like Rid- Ridley Scott shoots in Budapest a lot, and mm-hmm. Game of Thrones was mostly shot there, and like mm-hmm. Croatia is also- so. Mm-hmm. It's like that the he was I can't remember what else there were some other interesting ones. <clears throat> but um yeah, so that's an explanation for why they might have shot it in Budapest, but yes, why they set it in Budapest. I don't know. I guess maybe just the tourism board. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to make it like be like, "You know what? Budapest is pretty." And it is. It did seem very oh, pretty. Oh, it was there. so surprisingly beautiful. I actually looked to see how far it was from where, you know, our place in Poland. Mm-hmm. And it's 400 and some miles. So, you know, I mean, it would be reasonable to go to Budapest um, for a weekend or something. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, next summer, not not from here. But <laughs> I, it's it, – it's, they just – they didn't have to say it was Budapest because then they had to work really hard in a – it was so lame to, to make <laughs> Budapest make sense. You know, like, he's Hungarian, but he went to school in America, ergo, that's why he sounds like he does, you know? And then her father had such a mystery voice. I don't know. I, I mean, for a I while, loved, I thought we loved- fa- found the guy who used to do the movie announcements in a world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that it was, yeah, because it was funny because his accent was really just not using contractions ever. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was just it was just enunciating and not using contractions. But he probably is Hungarian, and that probably is what the Americanized accent is, or whatever. But it's just like I don't know. It was it well, was no. Really I don't weird. think I mean, so because uh, Zsa and Eva Gabor were Hungarian, and that's okay. what they sound like speaking English. Well, let's you, look it up. Okay, you do that. I'm gonna just see where the dad is from. Uh, and while you're doing Roy that, McCreary, my, but he doesn't sound. He's English. <laughs> okay. There you okay. go. And educated in the U.S. Okay. Okay. Why, why not just let, go ahead and let him sound English like they do every other time they have a foreign country or a foreign kingdom or whatever? I know. The King's English is usually just like the the shorthand for for not America, which is lazy and people object to it. Um, but <laughs> still, let's see. Katalin Ruschik. Okay, the woman who played Sujana, uh huh, Susanna has the name Catalan Rusik, but uh, which may, may be Hungarian, but it does not say where she's from. Hmm. Yeah, I wasn't that interested in her. Every, <laughs> everything about her trajectory was very predictable. Yeah, except the sad fact that she had to leave her beautiful location and be in a golf club. Yeah. Now, I like the country club life. I really do. Like, so I was, I was, you know, hoping that it was going to be, you know, a nice place to be. And I felt like it was, you know, like Mm -hmm. I grew up, my parents used to go to tennis clubs and stuff and I had to hang out there a lot and (laughs) back in the day. Um, (laughs) And, uh, and, um, 
so I liked that. I liked all the blue skies and sun and green, 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 green. And Budapest itself looked gorgeous, you know, very medieval and stuff. Maybe yeah. more suitable for a meddling grandmother kind of movie, but. <laughs> yeah, but. I, well, and it, but it did. I like the mood, too, because I like the idea. Like I once dated a rich guy who had a country club membership mm-hmm. and we would go over to the club sometimes and we would go to the driving range. And I don't know why, but during that era, my cocktail, even though I was making really like I was drinking a lot of high end stuff because I worked at a really nice wine and spirits shop. And so Mm -hmm. I was drinking like really nice stuff and I got everything at cost. But for some reason, when I went to the country club, I was ordering dirty Shirley's every time. Oh, I love a dirty Shirley, though. I Mm. know. And I brought it up a lot here and I put Mm -hmm. my recipe on there, I think. But it's, it's just like. On my Patreon, but it's just that it's so weird that that was like the era of me drinking dirty Shirley's. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and I've talked about them much more than I've had them in the last ten years. I don't know why I'm talking about. I don't know. That so just much. feels right to me. Yeah, but so I think of that when I think of golf and country clubs, mm-hmm. and I think of like those big burgers that are only good at a country club. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to go to Potomac Tennis Club and um, get on my father's account. It was so great, you know, just to be able mm-hmm. to sign for things. And I used to, I was like 14 or 15. I did not need to worry about what I was eating, but you know, 14 and 15, you think you do. And I would get the diet plate, which was (laughs) a a hamburger with no bun and a a pile of cottage cheese and a Perrier, which was new at the time. And I thought it was the greatest thing. Oh, no. And then I would always, you know. And then I would always give up by the end of the meal and finish it with the um, double chocolate Hagen dazs <laughs> I'm remembering that's where I discovered that too. So, I mean, but I did this routinely. So that was my thing. God, why is cottage cheese like, how did, who is on the cottage cheese PR? Like, who did that? Because cottage cheese was, had such a moment in like the 80s and 90s as like a diet food. Mm-hmm. It can't possibly make you lose weight. Right? I think it does. I think, I mean, it doesn't make you lose weight. It's not like a fat burning machine. (laughs) No, no, it's it's not celery or whatever. I mean, it's it's kind of, you know, in line with Atkins and South Beach, and I'm trying to like chronologically go through keto and all that stuff. Yeah. You know? Um, So, and, you know, I like cottage cheese more than I think (laughs) I'm going to every time. You know? I know, same, because it looks awful. It just looks so bad. But every time I have it, I'm like, oh, it's actually like, uh, it's good. It's nice. Actually, and I just made an- Welcome oh, back, everybody. <laughs> yeah, here we are again. Anything but the movie. Well, I made an I made an awesome, awesome lasagna using cottage cheese just last week because- um, Because of no it, ricotta? No, I, I make ricotta. It was um, America's Test Kitchen- recipe. Oh, really? Yeah, and and they said it was it was just the tomato and cheese and it and it is better with cottage cheese and I'll say I will hmm. never use ricotta again. It's so crazy. Good. Oh, oh, that's so wild. So good. Yeah, it was really really good. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that really relates <laughs> to this movie. I, well, I can't bring it in for a landing, you know, but you know how you know how it doesn't because mm. cottage cheese is better than I think, and this movie was as bad as I thought. Oh uh, yeah, it was prettier <laughs> than I thought it was going to be, though. I really didn't have a. I didn't know anything but about. The same Budapest. cannot be said for cottage cheese. So <laughs> true. <laughs> um, I didn't know anything about Budapest, and mm-hmm. to me, it reminded me a lot of what I think 
Prague looks like. Yeah, it. I just know the Hosier song, Hosier, Hosier, whatever the. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly, and that's just been in, stuck in my head for days and days. Well, it was trying to get into my head, and I didn't really remember it, but now it's stuck. Yeah, you're welcome. What the hell mm. are you eating? Are you eating cottage cheese? No. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Ice cream. No one needed to know. No, it's yogurt. <laughs> oh, it's yogurt. Okay. Like those All right, pro well, 20 grams of protein. What? Cheers. <laughs> okay. Delicious. All right. So yeah, this movie, I it's about a golfer, which I always find. I mean, I guess that there are probably a lot of golfers out there like who aren't, you know, celebrities stuff. I don't know. It's just like it's <laughs> it was hard to believe that she was a golfer, but I don't know why. <laughs> because of her comical swing, maybe? <laughs> She bent more joints than I knew we have in our arms. Oh, my God. It was the Elaine Bennis dance of golf swings. <laughs> yeah, that was oh it was God. embarrassing. I, I, like early on, I was like, huh, maybe that's maybe she is a golfer and that's just how she does it. And then it just got <laughs> gradually more and more comical to me. I'm like, no way. <laughs> and I noticed that they would show him hitting it, but then they would show her feet. Or the ball yeah, or whatever. Like they yeah. were not they were not really showing her. She they should have stopped her from doing that, or they shouldn't have filmed it or something, because <laughs> she looked really, really stupid. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> wow, I am in a bad mood, aren't I? Um, but it was, it was it was so silly. It looked so silly. And 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 yeah, I I don't know. I don't know how universally famous. Any golfers are. I mean, like, yeah, we just know the one really, or like Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer. and John Daly because they have drinks named after them, and, uh, and of Jack course Nicholas. the ever controversial Tiger Woods, and yeah, Jack oh, Nicholas. Yeah. Tiger Woods yeah. managed to get a fame that went a bit beyond, um, you know, just golf. But well, yeah, but yeah, it, 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 most of them don't. So for her to be like, oh, <laughs> so many people are coming to the club now that they heard your training here. Like, OK, sure. Yeah. The when, when they, seemingly I mean, it opened with them. The commentators talking about how much she sucks now. <laughs> I mean, I really I, my first notes are I do, immediately. I don't understand what's happened to her career. I don't know if she's happy with her wax. <laughs> what? Um, oh, her wax. W H A C K S. Yes, yes. Wax on, wax off. Um, <laughs> I. She was in twelfth place, but she qualified. What is she qualifying for? You know, like it's the whole thing. The Eastern European Championship, and she's Hungarian, but she's playing in the. That's the thing. Like you always talk about it, but it's like it's really difficult when you have all these people who seem American or are American. Yeah. Who are in you know. A different country than that and it's just a really bizarre thing but yeah well they kept us grounded here by having a dead mom mm-hmm. so yeah. i yeah, we didn't want it to yeah. be too unfamiliar did we yeah exactly but then this guy that the her caddy because mm-hmm. yeah it was like oh. her mom died Andrew? but her dad or yes her mom died but her her mom was her coach also i guess right right and so then this caddy this like Shit-eating grin, smirky, smarmy, little rat of a caddy boy. Whose whose contributions, whose whose coach-worthy contributions pretty much consisted of, you better do good on this one. You stupid (laughs) bitch. (laughs) 
do well. Don't don't forget to not suck. Yeah, for exactly. me. Do it for me. It's so dumb. I just don't know where he gets off wearing that like preschool teacher smock, being such a dick. You can't have that much attitude in a visor. And also, why do golfers wear visors? Why is it always visors? It's like Starbucks employees in the early 2000s and golfers. Like, well, that's no, it. I'll give you my answer. My answer is for the shade on your face, but so that the sun can still bleach your hair out. Well, like that's why I that's wear. That's why a visor. I got a visor. <laughs> that's why I have one. But yeah, I mean, I don't think that's what everyone who golfs is going for, especially because half of them are old bald men. But like. yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't. I guess it's just part of the look. I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, know, like same like, as polos and all the. Yeah, know, like why why just, why why do you wear a different hat when you're riding a hunt than polo or you know. Why aren't we all yeah. just wearing bike hats for everything? Bike, <laughs> Con- bike helmets? <laughs> construction hats, yeah, helmets. <laughs> At construction sites and everything. You know, like, how many hard hats do we really need, right? <laughs> Let's just come up with the one design and – but the, the leather football helmets from the, from the 60s. <laughs> what were those going to protect you from, a mosquito bite? <laughs> Pro- probably not even. Oh, my God. Seriously. Oh, so, wow. uh, but, so yeah. yeah, anyway, so I started He's off not asshole, understanding though. and not really understanding his role. He was clearly the caddy because he was, I know nothing about golf, but he was carrying golf clubs. So, he, you know, and he said he was a caddy. Well, and I mean, said it on the back of his shirt. It's like, he, it was just, <laughs> well, like, I wasn't wondering I, who he was. So I wasn't looking for clues. No. I'm just saying like, I just didn't know that I, I, I didn't, I've never seen a caddy portrayed as being so bossy. Self-important? I yeah. know. It's crazy. I always think, and I, I, you know, I totally respect that Caddy is probably like a really esteemed, because like, I think like the ball boys and the ball, like the ball people <laughs> on the court of like Wimbledon, are, it's like a highly esteemed thing. Is so it? I imagine this is, yeah, apparently. So apparently, so I, so I would expect that this is something similar, but mm-hmm. to me, what I think of Caddies as being is what I've seen portrayed in other movies, which is like a 14-year-old boy running uh-huh. around like kind of with the energy of Gus or whatever his name was from Gaston's best friend. Oh, yeah. What was his name? His name was Gus, I think. Well, Wait. and it's... No, that was the snowman. No, and right? Gu- Gus Gus is the mouse. Yeah, who's Gus? Why, I, why am I thinking Olaf was Gus? No. <laughs> but the guy who did Olaf was Gaston's... Minion. Oh yes, he did play Gaston, and that's funny. That's that's part of how you got there. Part of it, well, I me, guess. Let me look up his name now. I have to know his name. I know. Beauty we really don't want to talk about this movie. <laughs> we really don't. Um, not Cogsworth. Kind of want to rewatch the live, the Emma Stone one, or Emma not Emma Stone. That would be great. The Emma Watson one. Remember when when we saw Beauty oh, and the Beast yeah. in the theater, and you brought and you what you pulled out from your purse. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This was an entire baguette for fromage dauphinois and a bottle of champagne. No. Yes, that's what you pulled out when we went and saw the live Beauty and the Beast. Oh, where did we see that? Well, we saw it at a theater that was not um, a, a theater where that was like, it, like they didn't have booze in theaters like that then. <laughs> but we did. Oh. Yeah, I thought, I thought for a minute you were talking about when you were four and I took you to see the animated version. I, no. I believed you until you got to the champagne. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Why is it so hard to find his name? I will find this. I know his name even. Shit. It's not Maurice. That's, oh my God, Bimbets. Oh, those girls that were always referencing mm-hmm. Gaston's girl, they're called the Bimbets. Oh, well, that's politically incorrect now, I guess. Bimbo? Bimbet. You can say Bimbo. I don't know. Isn't Bimbet just like a bimbo, <laughs> but they're ets? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would think so. But uh... Ga- Gaston's friend's name. LeFou. That's not Gus oh. at all. <laughs> No. He just looks like a Gus. No, I wouldn't have come up with that ever, ever, ever. I think that it would have come to me in the night. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I don't know. I always picture the caddies as being like that, like kind of just like hapless and 14 or something and like running around behind like things dropping out, like balls dropping when he goes to pick up this one, this one falls out. Like I don't picture it as being like this guy who like was speaking to her with this extremely condescending tone and was just like, you got to get your head in the game. Like, so crazy. He was such an asshole. Right. He was such a jerk. And, like, when he was started preaching at her in the very beginning and they're walking off the course, I was like, what? I couldn't connect, even connect his voice with how he appeared. It was crazy. But, but we're giving him a lot of attention, considering he really doesn't matter for shit. He's in the movie more than he deserves, too, though, so. Yeah, he's in it, but. Yeah. I mean, it was just, you know, I, I the, whole, the whole opening really gave us – a lot of exposition um, without explaining why that guy's role was what it was. But, you know, yeah, exactly. the commentators are saying stuff about how she lost her mom two years ago. And it just made golf seem like such a warm, cozy little family with, that I don't think it is. <laughs> you know? But the thing is, is that the first like eight scenes of this movie are all just are all just them establishing the same information over and over and over again, which is that her mom is dead and she's not sure she wants to play anymore. Right. Like that's the entire, that's the entire thing. And then she goes quote unquote home to Hungary. Um, We later learned that her mom was a single mother until she was like eight. They lived in Florida. Mm -hmm. And so it was her stepfather that made a little more, uh, more sense than um, Daniel's story, which was, like I said, just purely Hungarian, but he went to school yeah. in the States. Um, yeah. But so she goes back and she goes to this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful house, mm-hmm. which I loved. You know, thought that yeah, was, was stunning. I wish it had been a horse movie, frankly. <laughs> horse Why do they have more of those? Like, you know, with the success of Secretariat and Seabiscuit and stuff. Horses are expensive. Mm. 
My insurance probably is too. Anyway, so my notes were immediately like, does dad have an accent or not? So I guess we found out that he could have, but he. Yeah, he does. He has a, he has an accent, but it's, it's weird. And then, yeah, I don't know. And then she starts like, I was going to say rehearsing. I I don't know what that is. It's not like I'm so fully in like, it's just, but I'm always so immersed in the theater life. Yeah. Oh, me. (laughs) Sorry. It's hell week. I. But it's yeah, he's she's like practicing when she's on this golf course and she's practicing and then he walks up behind her. And you were right when you told me it wasn't a meat hate when they met. And I was glad for that. But it wasn't a meat hate. He was just like, hey, well, first of all, he's like, I thought I knew all the golfers who play before the sun comes up. And it's like high noon. Right. (laughs) It's so bright. And then she's like, he's like, what time's your tea time when she finally hears him? And it was like 615 or something like that. So it's supposed to be pre six. Yeah, it was supposed to be pre six o'clock. It was so bright. Although I don't know what's going on in Budapest because when I went to Ireland and it was like bright until eleven thirty, I was shocked. So I don't yeah, know what the yeah. sun's doing everywhere. Yeah, latitudinally, I don't know. I know in Poland it started to get um, light before five. Well, but it was so it that was bright because that was high noon. That was it, high it, noon. It was all uh, yeah. It was awfully dry and and warm even for a summer morning. Frankly, exactly. But it was also weird because she had noise canceling headphones in yeah. while she was while she was practicing, which I don't I'm not an expert. Guess what, guys? I'm not a golf expert. But uh, it seems to me that she probably shouldn't be training with noise canceling in. Don't you usually train in harder circumstances than you'll have in the actual moment? Don't yeah. like block out all sound. It's like, shouldn't you get used to distractions and things like that? I would think so, for one thing. And for another thing, um, it's nice if you can hear four before you get hit in the head with a golf ball. (laughs) Seriously. And also, one thing that Richie said, because he grew up on golf courses in Florida, Mm -hmm. which I think think you can't grow up in Florida without being a a golf ball's hit from a a golf course. But like, and he was talking about, because I was just, I was out like making a ton of noise on a... (laughs) On, a, on our golf course one time and then he was just like oh yeah you, no one's yelled at you you're like you got to be really careful on a golf course they, people get really mad if you're making noise mm-hmm. and I was like oh I didn't know that so apparently it's like I mean it makes sense and I know that it when you're actually like playing playing golf but I mean yeah I don't think that he should have known better than to walk up and startle the shit out of her because mm-hmm. she was like getting ready to hit the ball and he's like so when's your tee off <laughs> yeah exactly weird just weird but i mean obviously they didn't know what they were doing either i mean clearly look at her stance it was a mess it was a mess and again we don't know what we're talking about but even to us it looked bad yeah so then they go back to the club and daniel's playing basket golf oh my god and that was our first clue that he's gonna be just just almost robin williams in in terms of fun and <laughs> making things wacky <laughs> w-a-c-k So, yeah, there that's I don't even know what the point of that was. I mean, I guess to me, it was like, oh, the golf pro is really bored here in Budapest because this is not a golf country. (laughs) Exactly. He's got to come up with other games to play with, you know, (laughs) golf ball. Oh, my God. Exactly. And and the music had the, the movie had fun music, which I will say. And they probably did that because it was in Budapest. So they probably had to dig deeper and like be like, oh, let's not just use the worst stock sounds we can and it was like it was a little bit more festive and fun uplifting music but it was just such the 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 tone of the movie was like 
she kept saying really depressing things and it was like the music was like I do de do de da do de do de da and she's just like I just don't know ever since mom passed do da do do de da do da I think my career might be over yeah but then we meet dad and dad's vibe is I want to die he's just like I want to die and I'm gonna make you do it so you're gonna want to kill me. Yeah. Well, because she was like, Dad, you usually you usually wake up so early. And he's just like, well, the days were too long when I did. I know. I thought that we were headed towards something when she got there. And it was like, I brought us lunch. And he's in his bathrobe. I was like, you know, this looks normal to me. But I get that other people aren't like that. So yeah, it's I like if that you're going to write gonna that. Something. Yeah. If it you're going to write it that way, it seemed like it was going to be that he has to mesh. Well, I mean, it's not going to be like in one of these movies, it's not going to be that he's like super depressed and we're going to find him like overdosing later, you know, but that's what, the, that's what it seemed like. I mean, it was really ru- like his energy was low. Well, yeah. <laughs> and and she, I didn't, I didn't think they were headed toward a suicide, but maybe a, no. you know, a redemption for him as well. But no, this was yeah. also weak. I mean, like really the only thing standing between her and suicide is some guy who, you know, thinks of other places to put golf balls, frankly, yeah, and other ways yeah. to do it. And it was really confusing because also if you're not if you're not one of the millions of pro golfers in Hungary, um, the only other thing you can do is apparently run a restaurant because yeah. Susanna ran Cafe Sophia, mm-hmm. and but Daniel's parents <laughs> also had a restaurant on a hill, <laughs> and then they wanted to reopen the restaurant that was Mom's. Yeah, at the club. Oh so God. they've just had this restaurant sitting there for two and they years need someone to cater. with pastries in the, in the you know, the restaurant looked like it was fully operational. They're sitting there talking yeah. about how it's closed. And yet the, the pastry cabinet was, you know, full of whipped cream well, and, and strawberries. And as someone who worked in restaurants a very long time, by the end of the night, a restaurant looks unrecognizably closed. Like it doesn't, like every restaurant, when you shut it down, it looks like it's never been open. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's like nothing, no chairs are put with it. Like you have to move all of them to mop and sweep and stuff like that. Yeah. All the, the entire bar is like, everything's turned upside down and flipped upside down and stacked in a weird place. And like, everything's empty. All the, tra- like it's, a restaurant looks crazy. So for the fact that this place was open or closed for two years and it <laughs> looked like that. I yeah. It was, it but, was lame. I mean, it was just like, why? And why, why not just, I don't even know. <laughs> like there were just other things, I guess, if we do, how would you fix it? I don't have a lot to say, but you know, pick, pick, pick your, your issue. Is it food? Is it restaurants or is it golf? You know, because we had a really big dose of both and I'm more interested in the restaurant stuff. And I thought it was a real damn shame that the beautiful restaurant on the Hill closed so that she could go be in that, you know, what's obviously next to the pro shop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and the thing is, and also like the mom being dead in this one, like I'll give it to them that it made sense. Okay. Like this one, unlike a lot of them where it's just like, "Mm, someone's dead for no reason, but to make you sad and to make this person seem somehow more relatable because they've been through something or or sympathetic, like to give, yeah. Or to give, yes, exactly. It's like lazy, sympathetic work. And then like, oh, or this person's dead so that this other character can be kind about it. Like Mm -hmm. there are other things to be kind about. (laughs) You don't need, you don't need a dead person, but Mm -hmm. like this mom being dead 
made sense because the dad was kind of lost. And the subplots, I think, were better than the normal plot in this. Like, she gets gets him a dog to foster. And Mm -hmm. uh, and him ending up with the dog at the end was... That made sense. That was Mm -hmm. a pretty good subplot. And uh, there was one other... Well, I mean, as far as like, because the subplots are usually something that like they either put too much time and focus on. Like they try to make like a whole secondary plot that I just can't care about at all. But this is like, I I didn't have to care about it. It was just nice that it was just like, oh, is dad going to end up with the dog? Dad got the dog. And that was what they called one of the subplots. And it's like, so in that sense, because I feel like sometimes they work too hard trying to make the secondary subplot like interesting and i'm like no one's ever going to care about the second right just just so don't work so hard this one that was a good one to me like okay that one's just that's nice dad like it's healing dad yeah and okay yeah that's fair yeah but he but his whole thing is he wants to sell the property and she's like no you can't evolve and so he wants to sell the golf club not just the the one (laughs) club of (laughs) i know i heard it when you said it too but he also puts Daniel in charge of that, which we I I knew in advance. So I yeah. I didn't understand why she flipped out when Yeah, because when she comes over, he's like Daniel clearly like runs the club and dad has stopped coming in because dad now sleeps until 4 p.m. just so the, the days are shorter. <laughs> yes. And like so and then his and her dad and Daniel's impersonating her dad and doing her dad's voice and that's not at all. Speaking of catty issues, I mean but um and uh, yeah, that- and he didn't do a good job either. I actually went back and rewound it once I realized yeah. what that was supposed to be all about. And I was like, yeah, oh, okay, you're just talking loud. <laughs> <laughs> and you're a grown man who is amusing yourself by playing basket golf and doing impressions of your boss. <laughs> Prank answering the phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Firing yeah, people. And- <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So weird. But but it made sense that her mom was dead because she lost her coach and her dad was listless. So like the whole family is like confused without mom. Right. And it made sense as a catalyst for this point for this movie, even though there are better, less easy ways to do that. Like, yeah. you know, like it's lazy, but it yeah. worked. It made sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, God. but when we find out how much. I know I'm skipping things, but I don't think it matters. But it's like no. when we find out how much they're going to sell the club for, when they find out how much he's offered, 8 million euros. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. Sell it. Yeah. Do, buy a smaller one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy a really, just keep your really house. nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I think that was insane. And I just c- I could not understand like, she's just like, dad, I can't believe you. <laughs> but I mean, I guess to be somebody who owns a golf club to begin with, you're probably pretty rich. So maybe that was what it was. Because yeah. when she said, when she says 8 million euros, that's a lot of money. It's like, <laughs> no, that's a fucking lot of money. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. All right. So then we see them walking through the uh, the streets of Budapest, which could have been romantic. Mm-hmm. He was eating a... <laughs> an, enormous pastry which i actually looked up i was like pastry the size of your face tree yeah it was like it was almost the size of a bicycle tire you know and so (laughs) but i looked it was like one of those horn things anyway it i can't possibly pronounce it there's umlauts over the u's and the o's and then an accent over the a but it starts with starts with k 
Also known mm. as chimney cake, this sweet brioche type bread glazed with sugar is cooked over coals or over or over an oven before being rolled in cinnamon, nuts, or cocoa, among other toppings. Among other toppings, that's Sour Patch Kids. Anything you get a froyo shop. <laughs> but it does sound delicious. <laughs> well, yeah, butter oh. brioche dressed in cinnamon sounds delicious to me. Interesting though, it's more of a seasonal treat, and you'll find it at the Christmas markets. Probably not. Midsummer, but yeah, that's the thing about this movie too. I couldn't like really reconcile like when was it set because I feel like again I don't know what the weather's like in Budapest right now. Let's find out. Let's find out what the weather's like. What's it like? Oh, What's oh, come on. Yeah, it's cold. Weather? Budapest in January. It's thirty-eight it's- degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. I thought so, but you know, again, you just never know. Well, but well, you you don't if you're me. But <laughs> it's Eastern. It's Eastern Europe. I know. I guess. Yeah. I don't. It's not Hawaii. Yeah, it's not Australia. But but point is, yeah. I mean, because I feel like I don't understand why Hallmark is like not just happy to sit in whatever month they're actually in and right. set the movies there and be like, it's Halloween. Let's make Halloween movies. Oh no, the Satan. Well, but like, <laughs> right? You know, or like, but it's January. Like, do some bleak midwinter movies that get people through their bleak midwinter. I don't know. Exactly. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree. Well, yeah. Although I, yeah, I liked this too. I mean, I remember watching Enchanted April late, late, late one night when it had been rainy and cold for weeks on end. But I think that that would have played better for me. It's like, if you're having a movie that's like, it's, they're leaving the bad weather to go to Mexico, you know, or they're, they're leaving the bad weather to go somewhere beautiful. Mm -hmm. Then it's, it's easier for me to escape with them. I -hmm. feel like than it Mm -hmm. is for me to like, be like, oh, okay, this is just like a summer movie that is now. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't match my, didn't match my personal vibe right now, which is like, it's cozy time. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. But here we are, nevertheless. <sighs> there we are. So we go back best. to the club and she's just talking about how stressed she is. Fun. I know. I don't know why she's stressed. Nope. But here we have him, you know, like just more of his ham-fisted good cheer. And he says, try again. Think of this ball as your chance to make a wish. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know that that follows, but it just... He wasn't pulling off the, um, you know, Dead Poet Society inspiration for me. (laughs) Speaking of Robin Williams. Yeah, I mean, that's, I agree. And I feel like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. The thing was, is that I feel like this is a movie where it was just like, it was pretty, but there wasn't, and but there wasn't really any conflict, except I don't know if I want to be a pro golfer anymore. Oh, I'm still going to be a pro golfer like that. And, and she doesn't. And she end- doesn't want to k- take over the club, but she's absolutely furious that <laughs> the realtor <laughs> is there. Get rid of it. And oh my yeah. god, when they get an offer, there's never been worse mo- news. You know, it was like uh, it, this movie did not know what it was doing. No, and that's the thing. I feel like in movies, like I don't know, if you're gonna have a movie that's basically like, I don't think that the resolution being a status quo kind of thing. I mean, I guess she did move to Budapest in the end, but it's like if you're gonna do that, I feel like you've got to be like, <laughs> you've got to be like, okay, let's honestly caricaturize these people a little bit more. Like, put him further in some direction other than just being like a pretty nice guy who works there. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, 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 he's yeah. just a pretty nice guy who works there. Uh-huh. I mean, he, he's kind of a big stupid baby a little bit of this movie, but that's about mm-hmm. it. 
because he didn't have any, there was no conflict between them, which I was glad that there was no meat hate. It doesn't, conflict doesn't no. mean hate each other. Those are two different things. Yeah, there was no internal conflict. There was no suspense whatsoever. There, I was not yeah. wondering anything while I was watching this. Once no. again, it was just a bunch of scenes put together in some order. I don't even know that it mattered what order they were in. I think you could yeah. have re- reversed them all over the place and not made a difference to the movie. Absolutely. And I mean, like, I, I think that that's the thing. Like, she and she was just like pretty nice, but didn't like, I don't know. Like, it's crazy that these movies are two hours. And I'm like, you know what else was two hours? Like, a Philadelphia story. Yeah. You know, Citizen Kane. You know, like the amount of movies that can get made that do so much in two hours. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. know? All like, about Eve. Grease. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like yeah, so she completely can- transformed in Greece in two hours. <laughs> For a man, even, Hallmark. It's okay. It's okay. They're not that different from what you're doing. But it's just like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't understand. Moulin Rouge, The Notebook. <laughs> My movies I love to reference. So much can be done and said. Evita, that's not that much longer than two hours. It's like um, yeah. oh, a whole woman's life can be told. That's the thing. And then meanwhile, this is just like, I don't know if anything goes anymore. I do. I do still want to play golf. <laughs> I guess. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it is stupid that she didn't want to take over, but she will not let him sell. Oh, my God. And she's just like, she's getting ready to practice or like she's practicing. She's got to be a better word than practicing or training. Am I missing a word? I know that I am. She's training. Training. Okay. I guess she she's training for the Eastern European Open or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Andrew shows up, her bitchy caddy from America. Yeah, this is all an hour and a half in, by the way. This is like a half yeah. an hour before the end, much less if you take out the commercials. And yeah, yeah, Andrew just happened to be in London, so he popped over to Budapest. Right, because but she fired him before she left. Like she fired yeah, him, but he was fired him that hard. seriously. So he just no. showed up. It was almost it was really weird too because he was a lot like a um a you know an an ex boyfriend character, the the big city fiance. Yeah, but instead he's but he just wasn't. a mean caddy. Yeah, so bizarre. Mean, it makes just no a mean sense. employee. Yeah, I'm not saying like people of all kinds of shape sizes and being a total dicks can be any job. <laughs> yeah, but it's like. This guy was so insistent. Like, I don't, I have no idea. He shows up and he's just like, all right, you ready to do this thing? And she's like, no, I don't want you to be my caddy. And he's like, oh, come on. Like, he does not take no for an answer. And which so is she fucked doesn't up. give it to him definitively. She she allows for him to do something. Yes. I can't remember whatever. She al- she's like, okay, you can't. Well, because he wants you to can coach caddy, her. You can't coach or something, right? Yeah, which at this point is a very fine line. I don't know what the difference is at this point because he acts like a coach the entire... It doesn't make any sense. And she's just like, fine, you can be my coach. And then as soon as that happens, Daniel's pissed for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like that Andrew is even there, even though like they just met again. Same thing I always say. You don't know her well enough to be that shitty to her. You don't know her well enough to be mad at her. You can't like... Your mother would be ashamed of you. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. It's ridiculous. But like... (laughs) but she's like he's such a jerk to her and he insists that he help her which i don't know why like is it a as you said like a highly highly paid position like what is the prestige he's after exactly i don't know i don't know and she had already asked daniel to be her coach via coffee cup oh Oh, my god yeah that's not that has my name on it see yeah (laughs) this is yours it says coach 
It was like, like me? it was like, I remember when Kevin was trying to come up with a way to ask his girlfriend to prom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like a prom invite, not it a. It was a promposal. A promposal. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, <sighs> it was really, it was really stupid. And then like, but that's the thing. He's her coach. Okay. She, that that guy's going to be her caddy for a minute. And he's so, he's such a dick and they get out on the course and then he's just like, you better not fucking blow this. <laughs> that you better you better do better you god you better, and he's just like doing that and then she she like throws away her shot and then she gets it in anyway because she's just so good at golfing mm-hmm. and then he's like that shot was pure luck and you know it like he's the biggest he's like the worst champion i've ever heard of in my whole life yeah he's such a dick and then that's when she was like no you're actually fired but he would he didn't let the first no stop him which reminds me of you remember when i got those spanks and oh, yes. they had uh-huh. that insert, like they were like stockings or something. And then they had like inside, they had like the little cardboard that keeps them flat. In the yeah. Thing. And it said, don't let the Spanx, don't let the first no stop you. Yeah. Which was what? so I still weird. don't remember what that was supposed to mean. It was like 2015 or 2016 or something like that. And it was like, it was clearly supposed to be like, you go girl, like don't let the world tell you no. Oh, okay. But it was such a bizarre thing to put. I had to like think about it because like mm. to me, I was just like, this is women's underwear that yeah. you've written. Don't let the first no stop you, which is such a weird message to include. Oh, I know. Right? It was like that time that Alta sent out hundreds of thousands of sale postcards saying, come hang with Kate Spade. Oof! Right after she died. Oh my god, that's uh-huh. right. Yeah, somebody that did like, that. On that was purpose. like an intern. You, it didn't. That was, no, I think somebody, it was like. A, I think it was like an intern or somebody who was like really young who like screwed up. I think that there was like a whole thing about it. I'd like to find out, but it was it was um it wasn't even a normal thing. To, it didn't make sense. No, it, very, it, it very was for weird. for something. Kate Spade was on sale, you know. So yeah. you, you wouldn't say come. You wouldn't say come hang with us, Day Lauder. You know, like it didn't it's make weird. sense anyway. So yeah, that that is uh, anyway. Anyway, but anyway, anyway, the reason I'm saying it is because this man will not take no for an answer. (laughs) He is just he's so he's so shitty, and so when she finally does fire him, he's like, "What?" And then yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. He's such a he's such an asshole. Like he's really roilingly a dick. Like I hate him. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Was really strange. It was really strange. Now also. Daniel's anger was equally perplexing to me. I didn't yeah. really understand why he was so mad. And you did just say, you know, how they didn't know each other very well. But yeah. she's going through this thing where she's like, the dad decides he doesn't want to sell. His dad's mm-hmm. really on top of things here. And the realtor says, well, you have to give me like my whole commission or my double commission on $8 million oh. anyway. Oh, my God. Yeah, because Bianca, eight, eight million which I don't know why I remember her name. Her Bianca. she Bianca is like the 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 broker for the sale, mm-hmm. and she's just like, and he's like, I don't know. First of all, he's certain he wants to sell. Then his daughter mm-hmm. shows up and is like, don't grow. And then he's like, okay, I'll think about it. And then he's like, I she's like, okay, here's an eight million euro offer, and which is insane. And then he's like. I, I don't know. I, I need some time to think. She's like, you've got 24 hours. And then 25 hours later, she shows up and she's like, I'm sure you remember that the, that your offer has expired. And he's like, yeah, I do. I do, but I'm going to pass. I'm not going to sell for $8 million. I'm going to sit here and be bullied into keeping this place by my mean daughter. And then she's like, okay, great. Well, here's my bill. And he's like, your bill. And she's like, 
yeah, it's $200,000. It's my commission for the sale that didn't happen. Yeah. That's not how that works. Your incentive is to try to have a sale. That's why you're an incentivized person. If you just like, if you're, if you're, if you're, if your salary is based on the commission of selling something, the whole point is that you are incentivized to then make the sale and to get, to get buyers for it and et cetera. If you, if it wasn't like that and you just get the commission either way, then there'd be no incentive. (laughs) Well, luckily Daniel's brother happens to be a real estate lawyer and he took a look at it. He grudgingly said he'd ask his brother to look at it. And then the brother just says, yeah, it's fraud. She's basically a dual agent, which is something I've signed off on with real estate agents time and again. Yeah. Cause she's trying, she's trying to get commission from both the people who wanted to buy and hers. So she's supposed to walk away with 400,000 euro. They can do that. But, (laughs) but to get, but to give it, get a commission on something that didn't sell. No, not on something that didn't sell. Right. So I'm just saying her acting as a dual agent itself, of course, maybe in Hungary, there's a different law, but I mean, it was just, it was weak anyway, because it was just so simply solved. Oh, don't worry. It's fraud. She can get in trouble. Yeah. There wasn't like a big satisfying moment where it's like this jerk broker person gets hers. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, no, she just, oh, don't worry. She can't get away with it. Also, did they establish that he had a real estate brother before that? Because I didn't remember that. No, it was just just like another another last minute convenience. And then his brother had a very thick accent. So that added to the confusion, his whole family. Yeah. Oh God! And it was then just they, he had the last name. Yeah, like they everybody had the names of Hungarian, like a Hungarian name, but they didn't. Ha- it was so confusing. But then he's her caddy in the end for her. You know, for well, the don't rest forget of the open she gave him no end of grief because she snooped and saw a job offer yet. Oh my God! Oh, so I forgot she was that. Furious about that. She was in the office and she's like, oh, "Wait, you forgot your? Oh, what's this?" And she looks and it's like a letter that's just like about what you know offering him a job at north ridge golf club in county donegal in ireland yeah. and then she's just like oh, now i'm privately mad too because he's been <laughs> such he's been like just like every time she walks up and she's like super friendly and nice like so you know like are you gonna come out and see any of the tournament and he's just like uh no got, gotta go and she's like oh, that's strange but like <laughs> if someone was that weird and like went so hot and cold on me first of all i wouldn't try to unpack it because i don't know them well enough so if he suddenly was giving me the cold shoulder like that i'd just be like whoa huge red flag yeah um you're moody in a really bad way and i'm not gonna let you take your shit out on me you're a dick yep and uh so that was what I, my reaction was but then she's decided to do the same thing so maybe that's why she doesn't because she's like i don't see anything wrong with being arbitrarily furious so <laughs> She um so, so yeah, yeah we get down to the 18th hole the commentators are talking about how brave she is what she's been <laughs> through in her personal life again a cozy little Not family uh, yeah it's really weird and so then she yeah. hits the ball and I just I stopped it the actress just is looking somewhere off in the horizon like I know she's supposed <laughs> to be looking she's supposed to be looking to to see where the ball landed but she just stops and it's like i felt like the the robot had stopped working for a minute there (laughs) but she makes the she makes this shot uh, perfectly from the sand trap and the Mm -hmm. commentators say and with a nod to the sky and a smile to her mother alice and i just wrote what a nice world these people live in So every, well, for some, because then everybody cheers the next girl's miss <laughs> and Whitney oh, has won. Oh, yeah, I saw that. 
Yeah, I I thought that was so weird. She misses and there isn't like any, oh, as if anyone was there for her. They're just like, woo, everybody, she sucks. Woo, you you lose, loser. (laughs) Go home. Nobody wants you here, Brooke. It was so dumb. But Whitney has won at exactly the time where her mom's watch had been stopped. I didn't even catch that. That I, I did. I did see the like weird shot on her wrist, but I didn't know what he was yeah, talking about. Yeah, that, that, that was that, it. That, okay. I still don't fully understand it. But then he clears up like, "Oh no, that was just an offer letter," and she's like, "Oh." And then he's at some point in this movie, he she, she says something to oh, because like at one point he also she's just like she's like, "How could you dare to facilitate the sale?" Like we were talking about earlier, we started to talk about it earlier on, but like. She's so mad at him for trying to facilitate the sale. And, and then he doesn't explain, well, your dad asked me to. He's just like, wait. It's just so dumb. Everybody's mad at each other like 18 different times in this movie. It's ridiculous. No. And then, the, but but also, they also conveniently get over everything quickly too. Because after she wins, they go back to the restaurant. Luckily, it's all set up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Susanna yep. is taking over as the chef to the surprise yep. of no one. And Whitney has decided to stay in Hungary, and she says, I think I might just love you. And he says, I think I might just love you, too. Or No, he said, I love you, and she said, I think I might just love you, too. And then the movie's over, and they're all just... Yeah, they they both said it. Yeah, I think he said, I think I might just love you, and she said, I think I might just love you, too. Exactly. There you go. So never, I I have always loved this Annie Lamott quote, but never was it more appropriate than here to say that this seemed like a script that might have been written by the Gabor sisters in seventh grade. (laughs) Seriously, it's, oh my God. But yeah, I mean, how would I fix it? Like everything we already said, I think that it's just like, I I, I just, I just, it's, I was pretty much never going to be interested in a golf movie. So I'll Mm -hmm. give it that, you know, and it was, I thought that the, I thought that the, the, the person trying to get the $200,000 out of him had the potential to be sort of interesting to put him in a more complicated position of trying to decide. Yeah. But then of course it was just solved in two seconds. Yeah. And I thought that the dog thing was cute because it's nice to have a dog in a movie. Yes. But like, and it was kind of, the dog was the best actor in the movie. 100% and the music was a paid actor as well it was so loud (laughs) and (laughs) so I mean I don't know I'll get I just don't I just I the answer to did I like this movie is no Mm -hmm. and I watched it at night by Mm -hmm. the fire Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know the only thing I was missing was wine because I'm doing godforsaken dry January which Mm -hmm. is killing me (laughs) that being said I did have champagne last night but that's only because (laughs) we were doing a toast because Richie's aunts were moving out of their house. So it was like, okay, well, we have to, we have to. And it was like, really, it's the best champagne I've ever had in my life. Oh, anyway, I'll send you. It was Louis, Louis Roter, it was Roterer uh, Brut Rosé, but it was like this one year. And we need to get more. I it's have so loved good. Roterer before. They make crystal. It's the best I've ever had. But so anyway, how would you fix it? Um, I, I don't think it can be fixed, but, <laughs> but unlike some, I think it had great um, visual elements. So I would have divided it up and I would have, uh, you know, sure. If we had to have the golf thing, I, it just, it needed a much better plot that wasn't reliant on golf, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's not internal conflict. I'm, I'm not propelled. That's not a romantic thing for me. And, and I would no. say that even if it was something I understood better, like, I don't know, tennis or bowling or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, and I would have divided it up and I would have used the, I would have used, I would have said it in Scotland since they've obviously been filming in Scotland or at yeah. least doing external shots that they could have used 
I know. And they could have had fun with that. And God, there could have been some nice warm pub scenes and not, you know, cafes on hillsides. I which, know. Which I know. would have been a great different movie. So I would have used the Budapest. Should have been a restaurant movie. movie. Yeah, it really should have been. Should it have really been, should yeah, have been. Yeah, like she's like a Molly Baz who does Instagram stuff and she's like this kind of chef and she has to go like go get back to her roots where she stops making fussy food. Boom, done. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I agree. <sighs> anyway, I got to go hit some uh, LA traffic. So Excellent. I got to head out. <laughs> well, I'm more, I'm pretty optimistic about next week's, even though uh, some of the commercials look boring, but and some look okay. I the know. little old biddies look like they're going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and I really I, I I like when they have multi more generations having the more generations in something. Usually, the more dynamic it is. If you're yeah. really like allowing those people to be real characters and not just like absolute cartoons. Yes. So we'll see, but yep. uh, yeah. Well, welcome back to Nameless Best Friends, and I'm <laughs> I'm glad to be watching these movies, believe it or not. <laughs> yep, me too. It's so fun, and uh, yeah, we'll just we'll talk to you later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, next week will be next week will be better. I promise. They, it's got to be. Hopefully, it's got to yeah. be. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Bye. Okay, bye. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.